1: hello and welcome to the villain was right the podcast where we look at movies and tv from the villain's perspective and dare to ask were they really all that bad i'm your host rebecca reeds
2: and i'm your host craig fay
1: and today we're joined by a special guest mike caroza what's up buddy Hi friends,
0: hi. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I'm excited to be defending the villain from Rat Race again. I'm doing it again. This is an ambush. Judd Cleese and his buddies were just having a good time.
2: It yes, you might nothing. remember Mike from our Rat Race episode. Uh,
0: remember, yeah. life is nothing but a slap in the face. Life is nothing, life is nothing,
1: life is nothing but a pat that
3: face. Ah, okay. this is your brand this is your I just, brand
0: i watched that movie six times for the podcast last time okay I, I, it's stuck in there
2: at this time uh we didn't tell him until very close to the recording <laughs> what movie he was going to be doing uh for his own mental health is really oh, yeah. what happened and uh i mean you might as well tell us what movie are we doing mike <laughs>
0: Sweet Home, Alabama, baby.
2: That's right. Uh, yeah, we're doing Sweet Home, Alabama uh, this week, and I, I just want to say, uh, Mike, you are our first guest back. Uh, Am I really? Uh, well, other than the producers who have to be on the call anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, what an honor. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's so good to have you because uh, I think like before all this gestures widely went down we kind of had uh-huh. this thing where it's like if rebecca and i know you you know and you're you're a funny comic and and you have a movie that you want to defend uh-huh. uh, we'll have you on of course yeah uh and this time around it was like are you a funny comic we know uh who has their own audio set up to be able to call in to do this
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the bar has uh, changed significantly
2: yeah. i was like <laughs> We'll figure out the movie as long as you can. Yeah, <laughs> overcome was, the technical hurdles.
0: The ones that I sent you for my picks, I was like, "What? What could I possibly?" Because I've been watching a lot of horror movies, and I was like, "American Psycho." The villain is the detective who wants to catch him. Is he? Because <laughs> he's right. Do we do that one? And you were like, "I'm gonna veto that. There's no <laughs>
2: chance." <laughs> uh, uh, but I guess uh, uh, for those of you who haven't... Uh, oh, no, I guess I forgot this. Every time we have a guest, uh, we do like to ask, what's your relationship with this movie?
0: My relationship with this movie is that I love romantic comedies, and I went through a lot of them in my lifetime. I've watched so many, and so I would not be surprised if I like dug up this DVD somewhere when I was working at the video store in my neighborhood way back when and was like this looks like exactly what I want it to be and put it on (laughs) and enjoyed the hell out of it. Definitely. uh, You know, I remember seeing this like this is from 2002. So I probably watched it around then, like not too far off after. uh, And I, I definitely remember having fun with it, because it's pretty lighthearted, hearted uh, <laughs> and uh, I enjoyed it then, I enjoyed it now, not gonna lie, still had a cry, uh, okay, <laughs> are you expecting anything less? Uh, this big softie loved a good moment in this movie, uh, but it's not the one that you might think anymore, oh no, it was, uh, uh, yeah, back then I might have been like, oh, they got together, I love it, and then now I'm like, oh, there's another moment that I'll, I'll discuss later. Uh, <laughs> the-
2: <laughs> and I guess uh, for people who haven't seen the movie, how would you... Describe it, Rebecca. I don't oh know. Like, what's the- man, how do you even
1: begin <laughs> to unpack the tornado that was uh-huh. this movie? The tornado of destruction, okay? Is everyone bad in this movie? Almost, okay, almost. Um, oh, just miserable, miserable people. Okay, so what happens basically is this racist woman, okay, <laughs> disguises herself For some reason, as more of a racist, and is like that's better. Uh, Pretends to be rich, lies to her now fiance. She gets engaged. uh, Has to go back home because she's still married. Still married, okay? To a to a manipulative piece of shit. Um, She's also a manipulative piece of shit. But we'll get into that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay? Lies, lies, lies. Um, finally gets this guy to sign the divorce papers, doesn't sign them herself, and then realizes she still wants to be married to this man, but decides that at her wedding. Uh, not to <laughs> that man, by the way. Um, to a rich, nice person. Um, decides for a, mean- a hard pass on that. Hard pass. And yeah, and then they hijack her wedding and it's like, well, Our wedding now, we're back together because we're about class. (laughs) We're about class up in here. There is so much to unpack here, team. Like, I literally have five pages of notes on this shit. Five pages. Because Jesus Murphy... (laughs) <laughs> I can't even, I don't even, I don't even know where to begin, to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> Hitting a hard Jesus Murphy. I haven't heard of Jesus Murphy in a long time. And Rebecca Reeds knocks that one square out of the park with the, the a big Jesus Murphy. Wow. Okay. I thought I was going to be heated. Here
2: we are. Okay. Uh, so I guess... The, The villain. Uh, I kind of picked the villain of the movie as uh, Candace Bergman, uh, the mayor of New York City, uh, Mm -hmm. the the fiance's mother.
1: uh, Who is 100% correct. 100% through the whole movie is absolutely right and then gets punched in the fucking face. Ridiculous. At her son's
2: wedding. Yes. punched in the face <laughs> at her son's wedding.
1: These, oh, these hillbillies. No, no. Okay. No, no. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No, not uh-huh. for me. That's who I clocked as well as, you now obviously everybody else is very villainous in this movie. Okay, there are many villains. Also her mother, like Reese Witherspoon's mother, Melanie's mother plays kind of a like soft villain role and these sorts of things. But yeah, I think the, the firm villain in this movie is Patrick Dempsey's mother <laughs> and yeah. she is she is just right like she's just right <laughs> she's like yeah she's like people are go- like the post is going to look into this woman we have to get ahead of this and see what's going on and he's like no no it's fine turns out yes. she was lying the whole time and she's like look this woman was lying you shouldn't get married to her great yeah. advice great yeah. advice oh. you've
2: known her for 8 months <laughs> uh we haven't <laughs> Looked into who she actually really is. You haven't met her parents. You haven't, you haven't done all this important relationship stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just telling you, like, cool your heels because there's a lot of scrutiny on us because of who we are as a family. And just gets punched in the face for it.
0: Right. And the thing is, she's getting the information. She gets more information from an article in a magazine than from her son. Do you remember that? She's reading oh, a magazine yeah. interview about her. <clears throat> and then she's like, her assistant walks in and he's like, yeah, there's no record of an Earl Carmichael in Pigeon Creek. Uh, there's no mention of like a, uh, a Cotton King uh, or whatever like out there. And you're like, hold on a second. Uh, this is definitely cause for concern, <laughs> right? Like. <laughs> It's it, as somebody who's like I have a public image. I am in politics. I'm eventually going to be running for president. I'm the mayor of New York City, being treated like an absolute celebrity. It's the analog that I don't ever will not understand uh, the red carpet scene. I'm just like get out of here. Uh, th- but but she's absolutely correct in being skeptical about this person. And then when she finds out, like okay, so she's just like embarrassed about her past and, you know, the fashion game. Fine. I can wrap my head around it. I'll still be graceful. She goes to meet the family. They plan the wedding there. She's like supportive, you know, she's still about it. Even though her son is clearly doing literally everything in his life to piss her off. (laughs) Like everything he does is a spite move to his mom. And you're like, why? Like, like I, I, I can understand what the effect of having, like, a parent who's, like, very, like, I- um, um, imposing on you in the sense of, like, all these expectations and all this and all that. But, like, uh, buddy, you shut down a jewelry store to <laughs> offer your fiance any ring she wanted. You're set. Like, you have so much less to worry about. Like, so, so what? Call your mom a little less often. You know? Like... <laughs> Um, so I was like I had to stop messaging Craig because I was like, so who are we picking as the villain? <laughs> because
3: <laughs> is
0: it Patrick Dempsey? Is it Jake? Is it uh is it his mom? Is it the fashion industry? Is it the <laughs> like
3: the fashion- yeah, that she
0: felt pressure to lie about her life. Like I was I was grasping at anything, really.
1: But like Yeah, but the lie that she chose was so freaking weird. I know. It was fucking Like nuts. I come from Cotton. Oh my god. Oh, I would rather light myself on fire. What are you saying? You know oh. what'll
2: play well in New York City. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: yeah. I'm Cotton Rich. That's Jesus crazy. The magazine
0: think- uh, said she's she's of the Carmichael's the cotton Carmichael's and everything that implies, implies like that's yeah. a line in the movie and you're like <laughs> yeah, how is
2: anybody supporting this do you yeah, know what it- that implies like <laughs> she's I like, would rather <laughs> you had oil money uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god. Couldn't it be like a whiskey king like or something down there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like th- like th- br- breathe the party life into it. You know what I mean? An, like an, a- an
2: old school bootlegger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. They were just like what's Alabama known for? Uh uh, uh racism, homophobia, cotton. Cotton. We can't sell racism or homophobia.
2: <laughs> oh man. Um, so weird. <laughs> Mike brought it up, uh, and and I wanted to get your uh, read on this, Rebecca. Mm -hmm. The the jewelry store proposal. Because I was like, oh, that's kind of like a big, nice gesture. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, or wait, is this a complete ass thing to do?
1: Um, Personally, I think it's dope. Uh, (laughs) But I think, here's the thing is that I think every proposal depends on the woman. Okay, it truly does. And I think that works for that bitch. Okay, like it works for her character. It's what she likes. This woman picked out the biggest one in the room. Okay, like (laughs) every time somebody complimented her on the ring, it made me laugh so hard because I was like, she picked it out herself. That's so fucking funny. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like when I go to dinner, okay, if I'm on a date, I don't get the steak and lobster, just get the steak. Okay. Meet him halfway. We didn't need to get the biggest one, but whatever. Okay. I'll ignore that. Okay. To be fair, he was like, grab anything you want. But I think that works for that woman. That would absolutely work for me. Like one of the best presents I've ever gotten was, uh, my boyfriend took me to an Apple store and was like, pick out your computer. Oh, okay. hoo! good job good
0: job <laughs> i feel that like i i do think that there's something to it being like you know like i i think it definitely depends on the person because like mm. i love a personal touch on a gift i love like the best gift uh, that that I've ever received was like homemade and like ostensibly of no value to anybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just me. If you if you're gonna twist tie me a ring and say this is oh, your man. engagement <laughs> ring, I'd be like, <laughs> you made this you made this, I could cry right now.
1: I feel so uh, bad that that's just hot on the heels of me being like, I got a Mac computer. And you're like, oh, you know, just like some macaroni and no, shit. That's what I'm, I'm about. Talking, that's what I like.
0: I'm talking the I'm talking the proposal. Cause if I were if somebody were to be like, I bought you this computer, I'd be like, You saved the receipt, I want to fix some stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, like the, okay. Like I think for a proposal, I would prefer it to be Something a little bit more personal, but in the context of the movie, it absolutely works because it's mm-hmm. Dempsey being like, "You're a pawn in my uh, anger, mom game." I uh, love yeah. that you
1: hate Patrick Dempsey. Like, I love that because at oh, no point one did of I the
0: villains. One at of
1: no villains. point did I think he was a bad guy. No, oh. I fi- I I oh, never clocked I hated that. him. Hated <laughs> really?
0: Him. Absolutely hated him. I Why? cannot stand because everything <laughs> he did was a spite play to his mom. It's like everybody around him meant nothing. It's total sociopath behavior. It's nah, absolutely trash. He it was so playful. Moment.
1: It was so playful. uh, uh, I, no, uh
0: no, no, I'm he's gonna doing it when she's bed. not there. She's doing it when she's not there. At like the ribbon cutting or like the whatever the 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 ceremony that he at the beginning of the movie, and he's like leaning into his his buddies, like you see how pissed my mom was. You're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, just enjoy the fact it's about your engagement. Aren't you happy that you're marrying the love of your life? You fucking piece of shit i hate you i really don't like that this guy is like picking somebody and being like you're this is the purpose you'll serve and there are two moments and they were rewrites i know there were rewrites two <laughs> oh, moments oh that deep, were cut, rewrites. deep cut yeah. coming oh shit <laughs> they had to it they had to insert the part where uh he um uh he calls her about her his review uh, her review uh, uh, and then even that still can read like as a public perception thing. That's me being cynical, but that's like the moment that the one moment that shows like, oh, he cares. Um, like the roses, one for every time I thought of you last night. Oh, grand gesture. I'm sure that they're gonna see. Uh, the delivery guys show up with all these roses and somebody's going to start taking pictures because that's a high-status apartment and, you know, we're, we're, a, we're a couple that people are reporting on. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, everything just felt like public perception. Nothing felt like it served the relationship and everything he did definitely clocks it as like a spite play for his mom except for that one phone call and then when he goes to Alabama. Those are the only two moments that I thought were him for her.
2: And... And I, I would say I didn't clock him as a villain at all in this. Uh, maybe we're just jaded from doing the podcast for so long. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, but, he didn't stab anybody. So yeah. He, he must didn't snap be fine. his fingers
2: and put <laughs> half of the world out of existence. Uh, no, but like I do feel like he he is a very poorly written character. He's very mm. poorly flushed out. Like the part that pissed me the most off about him was when he gets stood up at his wedding. Aiden uh, yeah. well, well even before that I'll, I'll come to that in a second but there's the f- the first moment is he's in Alabama and the the lie finally comes apart and he realizes that she has lied to him the entire time and it's literally the, the scene is him storming out fair uh, you've lied about who you are mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the very next scene is him coming back and begging to get back with her right. and I'm just like I don't, we needed an extra scene in there. You know what I mean? We needed him thinking about his relationship with her, not just like, because the plot demands it, he needs to come back. But that brings me then to um, when he gets left at the altar, which this pisses me off so much. Uh because She she goes, "Um, you don't want to marry me anyway. And he goes, I don't. And then she goes, no. And he goes, you're right. And then walks away. Like, because, because if he had been any less gracious in that moment, then all of a sudden our protagonists are pieces of shit. Like, Mm-hmm. Like, Reese, like you hate Reese Witherspoon. And yeah. here's what gets me, because that mm. is a totally unrealistic uh, thing. Mike, I, I understand what you're saying. They sort of set him up as like, he's doing this for the wrong reasons. Well, he all even says
0: it at the wedding.
2: Yeah. And, uh, I, and, uh, but you can realize that later, right? That's uh, a six-month-down-the-line realization where he goes, you know what? I was really hurt when uh-huh. you left me at the wedding, but I realize now that you were right And we were doing this for all the wrong reasons. Thank you for Uh that. But in the moment, oh, my God, you are not graceful. It it doesn't matter if you should get married or not. She still left you at the altar. Supremely
0: embarrassing. All that coverage.
2: In in front of your friends and family, your Mm -hmm. mom paid caterers to drive Uh from New York City (laughs) to Alabama Uh to set up up... an expensive as hell wedding? <laughs> like, I don't care if you're not supposed to be with each other, doing it at that moment is a thing you can be mad about. Yes.
0: yes. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> Big hold on a Rebecca second. Rebecca's just oh, like
2: yes. I'm,
0: I am. yeah. <laughs> I absolutely agree. They like our protagonists. Suck
1: (laughs) like it's not. They are the worst. Yes, exactly.
0: And here, when I first watched this, I was like, you know what? True love always wins, baby. True love. Okay, but that's so. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing that Patrick Dempsey, when he realizes in the moment that they're not getting married, he he has a moment where he's like, you know what? This would this is gonna piss my mom off big time. Like this is gonna. (laughs) This is going to piss her off so big. And he literally says it. Yes, he says it. He (laughs) says it. Think about how much this is going to upset her. And it's like... Dude, you you fucking suck. You are never in the uh,
1: listen. He, who's worse though?
0: Okay. Oh, no, who's no, worse? No, no. That's not what we're arguing. Oh, I'm oh, just saying. But I'm about I'm, to. But I I'm I'm saying, Patrick Dempsey, the fact that you guys were like, I'm not uh, clocking him as a villain. I'm like, every bit of him was villainous, that fucking piece <laughs> of shit. You underdeveloped fucking loser. You emotionally stunted spite machine. You wanna bang your mom so bad. You stupid. <laughs> dumb edible piece of shit. I fucking hated his character anyway. All right. Well, I'm the sweet boy. Remember? you.
1: <laughs> okay. Here's the thing Go is that it. firstly, um, Melanie has this compulsion. Have you noticed that she lies to every single man she loves in her life? Oh uh, did, yeah. Did you I clock that? I did. Like yeah. she so she lies to her ex-husband, she lies to her future or or supposed future husband. Uh lies to her parent, like doesn't tell them that she's showing up, none of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she just she lies to her friends. She just like she just like lies to all the men in her life and like that's mm-hmm. somehow chill for some reason cuz she's like, "Oh, you know, emotionally things have happened to me." And it's like, mm-hmm. "Yes, that is, that's, that's what everybody's experiencing. <laughs> Welcome to the world. Uh, good for you. And she, like, even the side characters, even the side characters are huge pieces of shit. Oh, I'm going to read you a line, okay? I'm going to read you a line that was supposed to, I swear to Christ, supposed to come off charming from a police officer's, ma- from the sheriff. Okay, sheriff. Mm-hmm. I get to frisk pretty little things like you and get paid for it. oh, that is chilling. I'm sorry. You can paint an accent over that all day. It's still disgusting and chilling. And she's like, (laughs) (laughs) so funny. My friend,
0: (laughs) is that the same character who says he didn't hit you? Did he, we take those pretty serious nowadays.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) After you just said you sexually assault women. Chill. Okay. Like I can't, I cannot. She out. Okay. I don't know what what it is about 2002. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm really on a roll. Okay. (laughs) But like. (laughs) I'm just excited. But like she, I don't know if it's like chill in 2002 to out somebody, but what the fuck? What the fuck? That is so crazy. And was like, she's just like, oh, sorry. And he's like, all right. I'm like, this is so traumatized like I can't
2: and they don't establish this but I felt it uh, which was that that is uh, potentially deadly for that man yeah like yeah like he could be he doesn't
0: do anything to deny it in the moment either like he just is like I mean even if I did deny it the damage is done you know it was devastating it (laughs) was
2: devastating yeah, and there's cer- there's certain ways that you say it and provide information which would tell people that like this is true, right? Like, and especially in that moment. And oh god, I had an experience like this once where like the because f- this is what really pissed me off is the fight was between two other people. Yes, mm-hmm. he wasn't mm-hmm. involved. Yes, and I've had that happen to me before where there's a fight going on between two people, and then one of those people just. Drops some secret information about you as like a. Yeah, I, I don't know what the tactic is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's called I think it's kind of like the political thing where they call it like the uh, like the dead cat. Have you heard this theory where it's like you can make any argument you want because as soon as you put a dead cat on the table, that's no longer what the conversation's about. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like you just throw a bomb in and then all of a sudden the argument's different. Like you realized you were going to lose, so you like fucking just Mm. like – you you know what I mean like yeah. you just throw a dead cat on the table
2: yeah and, and yeah. in my case this is way back in high school when you're like oh I don't know and I told my one friend that like I liked this girl in one of my classes and then mm-hmm. her and another friend of mine were in like this shouting match at lunch oh, no. and then just out of nowhere she goes oh yeah well Craig likes this girl and that girl was like standing right there and I was just like I don't I don't know what I had to <laughs> do with that uh <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you bring me into this? Fuck.
0: Yeah. Uh, this was yeah. a crush that I wasn't prepared uh, to make a move on and frankly, wasn't even considering it. And now we have an odd dynamic.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody won that argument. Is the, yeah, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. But like
2: I, uh, so much yeah. worse than that, because his thing is, it's like potential for violence against him. Right. You know, it's not just embarrassment in or, the South. Yeah. And and by the way, they very much uh, uh, painted a picture that that there it's like a character of the South. It almost feels oh, yeah. like what somebody in Hollywood thinks New York and Alabama are. You know what I mean? Like,
1: <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, this is these are the two stereotypes. There's nothing right. outside of this. Right. And why would you uh, write every character like that? <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like somebody
0: was like okay so I have an idea for this movie and then they were like okay yeah yeah I got it Alabama uh Dixie good I got it and then they were like how quaint you know none of the real uh none of the real awful things are like everything is painted with such a wide brush like even after when they're hanging out at like the 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 street festival like uh Bobby Ray you're still the same guy as yesterday and he was like sure am and you're like well great let me get us some drinks you know what i mean and they're like uh th- that was kind of their only nod to being like so you're gay and he's like yes i am okay great we're <laughs> accepting you you know and that was it but they did it in such a way that was like we're not going to talk about it you're are we confirming confirmed good all right let's go get some drinks and it's like is that really what would happen among friends like this is a man who into his 30s is in the closet and uh, nobody knows in this small town in Alabama. Like, this man has gone 30 years without meeting anybody. This guy has gone 30 years without, you know what I mean? That is painful. That is so, like, denying who you are to everybody in your life for, for some kind of fear, whether it be, like, a violence or, like, ostracized or, like, you know, exiled from the community. Like, there's, there, it, there's so much that it's just so flippantly done. And it's yes. so disrespectful. Yes. Yes. And just with a wave of this New York fucking fashion <laughs> nightmare hurricane being like, Yeah, well Bobby Ray's gay. And it's like, how first of all, do you know that for a fact? Do you, cause you just you I just I think like, they do imply
2: a, that she does know that for a fact. Like there's a have, there's a yeah. quick wink and a nod at some point mm-hmm. in the movie where it's like he he yeah, knows. His,
0: uh, his ex girlfriend's a softball coach. His yes. ex girlfriend oh, of a long it. time was a softball mm. coach, and she's like, "Hmm, I guess that answers some questions about this one time I hung out with her." And you're like, "Oh, okay." Did Reese and the softball coach uh, flirted up or something? And then it's like, "Oh, uh, is that the that's the nod where it's like they were yeah. each other's beard?"
2: Well, the other the Ooh. other point where it's like they really softened this blow is mm. like when Reese Witherspoon's character Melanie or whoever uh, mm. reveals that <laughs> she was pregnant mm. mm-hmm. and then they go to great lengths to quite obviously say that it was a miscarriage mm-hmm. and not an abortion.
1: Yeah. Like they
2: trip over themselves. Mm-hmm. Like like there's a version of this movie and maybe it existed in the screenplay I don't know um, that probably dealt with that you know what i mean like in yeah. a like in a more real sense where like i didn't want my life i didn't want to be stuck here i got an abortion that's not acceptable i fled to new york city i created a life there. like there's a darker uh train of events that that mm. that motivate this a little better but it's doesn't become a romantic comedy at that point you know what i mean like mm. it's a it takes on a little more of a notebooky feel at that
1: point. <laughs> oh my god, we should probably do the notebook sometimes. I have some words. <laughs> I got. I got, I got some words about that movie. Um, uh, you
0: mean the guy who hung off a Ferris wheel and threatened to kill himself for a date with yeah. somebody who told him no several times? The it two is, people that
1: scream at each other constantly and they paint that as passion. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you this. We'll put it uh, on the list. We'll put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll tell you we'll this
0: say, though: if you suspend your disbelief and you say everything is uh, okay and uh, you the love story i cry all the time i love <laughs> i love romantic comedies i love romantic movies so much but i know that i'm going back to the beginning i also um want to say this rebecca earlier you said welcome to the world good for you and that is the I had to write it down. That was the most fun, like such a flippant whatever. And then I put it at the top of my document, which has all my notes for the movie. So it looks as if like the moment I saw the movie start, I was like, welcome to the world. Good for you. As <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> you know? um, But like speaking of odd romances being uh, portrayed, I want to talk about how like the kid romance at the beginning, this movie opens with kids being in love is always weird.
1: It's so creepy. It's always so cringeworthy. No, it's so creepy. Oh,
0: And you're like, okay, they're chasing each other. And he's like, why won't you do it? And she's like, because I got, I'm I'm being sensible right now. (laughs) It's like, well, why do you even want to marry me? And she's like, "Mm, I'm into it now. And you're like, so I can kiss you whenever I want. It's like, that doesn't, that doesn't track. Like, that's not, you don't, first of all, that's not a, come on now. That's
3: (laughs) That's not consent.
1: Yeah.
0: And then lightning strikes and they see glass on the ground and they're like, look, we're safe standing right here because lightning never strikes the same place twice. And you're like, this is ham-fisted symbolism, isn't it? This is going to (laughs) be some of the worst writing I have ever seen. And uh, it was, and I, I'm living for it. I don't care.
2: And that kind of brings us to like the message of the movie, which is kind of I just inherently disagree with, which is just Mm. like, yeah, you like there's no love like your first love or like how dare you run away from who you're supposed to be. But the movie isn't about that. The movie is about two characters who were absolutely miserable with each other. They Mm -hmm. were getting arrested all the time. They Mm -hmm. fucking they blew up a bank with a cat. Jesus Christ, that story came out of nowhere. Uh, (laughs) Well, they plant Um, seeds for it along the way. Do you did you notice that? I mean, but like when it's finally (laughs) revealed, you're just like, I'm sorry. Uh, The person, the woman that we're supposed to like uh, and trust her judgment and decisions blew up a cat. Mm-hmm. I'll, when she I'll was a kid you, she strapped dynamite to a cat fireworks you, li- you lying psychopath uh, i'll say
0: this it made the second watch way more rewarding after i recently <laughs> watched it again because then i was like oh that's a detail that i just kind of brushed over
2: yeah but the the movie is about two people who once they leave each other become so much better. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they're way, yeah. More way, they're way, way more successful. They're way more successful. This is Hancock for normal people. The he, further we get man. away, the stronger we are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he gets sober.
2: Uh, he builds his own uh, glass making business. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, glass
1: making and eatery. Correct but, yourself. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <But> <laughs> a whole entrepreneurial.
2: The, the thing. eatery
1: killed. I was like, what? What is this? I get
2: it. <laughs> No, no, no. I think that's actually smart.
1: Oh, no. I'm not saying it's not smart. It just seemed like who did the writer know that did this? Because right. how did you pull that out of thin air? You know what I mean? How'd you pull that out of your ass?
0: <laughs> also pretty popular for Backwoods, Alabama, before so the a place internet you have online to fly shopping was a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You got to fly here, but we're, we're, but full, he up. we're full up. But he, he <laughs> yeah. makes the best. He makes the best.
2: And she becomes a, a well-reviewed fashion uh, designer. In New York City within seven years, which I feel is yeah. like meteoric, right? Like, mm, yes, I, I'm not absolutely. sure, but that feels like she's really succeeding a lot of things. So, like, I mean, I think we've all had relationships like that where, like, once you're out of it, you're like, oh, so much better. We're better,
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah. I can't get – I cannot get over – here's what I really – I truly cannot get over. There's a lot of behaviors between the two of them, and I feel like we're probably going to spend another 20 minutes talking about these two because I can't <laughs> stop with – it's like they both have some sort of – there's something going on here that's very odd because, like, who who refuses to get divorced, okay, refuses to get divorced? That's, like that's, – that's a level of, like, uh, concerning that I can't even – I can't even wrap my head around it because I'm like, that's super – It's not right. It's fundamentally not right. You're holding this person hostage. Okay. Instead of going, okay, so I want to improve myself. Cause that was supposed to be the whole thing, right? Like, Ooh, I just, I wanted you to wait until I was good until I like deserved you or whatever, which is such horseshit. I can't, Oh my God. I almost threw up listening to that. So disgusting. And and like, for some reason, this passes, this passes as like, well, look at him now. He has money. I guess I can come back. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> and then she starts grilling. Okay. So when she comes back to get the divorce, okay. And she, right. Honestly, I kind of like this move where she takes all of his money out. Cause I'm like, Valley, get, get, get your signature, get your signature. Okay. I get that. Um, why the fuck do you care how he got this money? Like, that whole scene where she starts, like, grilling him a bit and shit, I was like, no, 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 you're immediately wrong, okay? Because you're here to get your signature and you're here to get out. This motherfucker has some weird concept of, like, ownership over you that is very odd. Mm. Why? It's a piece of paper. You can get remarried. You can show up seven years later and go, hey, I got my shit together. Are you single? You're yeah. allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that. We, there's, You can do it again. Okay, you're allowed legally to do this twice. Okay, but I don't Rebecca, understand what's happening.
0: But Rebecca, the, ma- the movie made it really clear that lightning isn't supposed <laughs> to strike the same place that. twice. <laughs> I, knew they, gonna, the <laughs> 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 I knew
1: you were going to... The second those words left my lips. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, it's my God. It's not supposed
0: to. It did and with them, though.
2: <laughs> I will make the argument here, too. It's like, wow, look at how well his life he's gotten his life together uh is entirely defeated by the fact that he has a divorce that he hasn't finalized for seven years (laughs) right that is not having your shit together i'm sorry uh you're building a business where clearly you are making lots of money you can afford a commuter airplane he's got an airplane that he's flies to work every day so he's doing real well Do you know the liability that having an open divorce has on all of that? You're just instantly out half. Like if you, like the second, I understand I don't want to sign it because I'm a drunken degenerate and I want my Uh wife to come back. But the second where you're like, you know what? I should really get my life together. First thing I'm doing is signing that divorce. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, now there's not some court somewhere saying like, by the way, you owe her half of everything you've come mm-hmm. up with in the last seven years. But here's
0: here's the fate, like the 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 flaw with him is that he genuinely believed no matter what he'll get to a point where he'll be good enough for her. So in the scheme of like a romantic comedy, in terms of like the genre where grand gestures are like the whole deal, this is like <laughs> I'm so glad this is yeah
2: literally all that there is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's the whole thing. It's like heightened versions of what we kind of want a fraction of. Like, oh I would <laughs> I would love I would love to be in a relationship with somebody or like be have somebody love me like Uncondi- like wouldn't that be great but also like hold on a second this is done very poorly Uh you know what I mean like this is- so like he to him he's like I'm gonna I, I'm looking forward to sharing my life with her again so to him the thought of being like oh I don't want her to take my money is like the least of his concerns he's like well I'm True. getting to this point so the logic with him is is like it's ridiculous like the whole thing is ridiculous obviously we're all on the same <laughs> page uh, <laughs> but but if we're going to like if we're going to go at the movie and we're like okay so does this make sense obviously not even a little bit but this man is i don't want to say diluted enough he's like he's like he's entirely his eggs are all in this basket love wise to be like this this woman that i that i wasn't good enough at one point i think i'm almost there and it would be great to to be back with her and then she turns up and and is like, "I want a divorce because I'm getting married and you haven't signed the papers that I've been sending you." Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, there should be a law that's like, you sent the papers three times, we're gonna divorce them for you. You know what I mean? Like,
2: oh, they even mention that in in it. And she's like, "How long will it take to get an uncontested divorce?" Or a uh, there's some term for it for like basically yeah, yeah. the other person is not cooperating. Yeah, uh, and it, it basically it just took too long, but like. Also, sh- she should have done it years ago. You
1: know? Exactly. Like, oh. That's
0: but
2: <laughs> that,
0: that to me is like oh she's hanging on to something too, yeah. and that's what makes this like. So a what's that rage there, Rebecca? Because
2: I think we okay. need to have
1: <laughs> Because here's here's the thing. Okay, because okay, so we've discussed how this guy, you know what I mean, has been sending these papers back, sending these papers back. Here's where. This bitch is so super wrong, okay? <laughs> You're allowed to bug out, man. Okay, especially, like, having a miscarriage is extremely traumatic for some women, okay? Like, I totally, you, and I kind of wish they had have dug into that plot line a little more because I think that would have made her way more sympathetic to me if it was just wasn't, like, yeah. a passing point, uh, like we had mentioned, or Craig had mentioned previous. Here's the thing. You can't bug out for seven years, man. You got to come back. Okay. And I absolutely agree with this guy when she shows up and she's like, I want a fucking divorce basically. And he's like, no, Hey, how you doing? How's your mother? And I'm like, I'm with him. Okay. That's how you enter into that. You go, Hey, how are you? How's everything? by the way, okay, and I understand things didn't end well, but Jesus Christ, you did pack up your shit and leave. You left your dog, you left your husband, okay? And you didn't say boo, okay? It really was present in everybody's minds, your friends, your family, like everybody. And she makes it this point of like, oh, well, you guys never come up to see me. And it's like, okay, well, you never go down to see them either. Why do your elderly parents have to come see you? That's insane. Like, she really makes it the sticking point of, like, she's been really wronged and forgotten when she left. She left. For seven yep. years she left, okay? And she's all mad that uh, that this guy won't slide his face. Yeah, of course. Have a conversation with me. Sit down. Talk to me like we were fucking married for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, we were. we've been childhood friends. You can at least, like, speak to me. Understand mm-hmm. that you bugged out. Okay, I'm not saying it was it was obviously not good between them, okay? But it didn't seem like it was like, oh, I'm I have to escape because of violence. Okay, which would be a whole different thing and a whole different argument. Absolutely. You get out, you don't say boo, okay, you fucking no names, no addresses. Totally get that. But well, what happened was you had something bad happen, okay? You couldn't handle yourself. You realized you needed a life change. But instead of sitting down with your partner discussing that, going, I think, you know what, we should we should separate. I need to get out of here. Say all your goodbyes, whatever. Come back for Christmas. No, nope. no, 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 no. Nobody's mm. eating fruitcake this year, man. It's fucked, okay? I don't mm. like her character. <laughs> right.
0: I mean, yeah, I... I had in my notes um, early on, like I every now and then in my notes, it goes from being okay, okay. So mom is the villain. Um, wait, Patrick Dempsey kind of villain. <laughs> Jake is villain. <laughs> Everybody is a villain. <laughs> Melanie villain. <laughs> Those are my Melanie. Notes.
2: Melanie is the most egregious. Um, I, I speaking of Jake though. And again, I feel like there's this turn about halfway through his, the movie that is absolutely not earned where she shows up <laughs> and he he is this drunken, ranting piece of shit who refuses mm-hmm. to sign this divorce. And then she gets drunk at the bar, outs a guy, mm-hmm. uh, basically insults everybody in the town, which mm-hmm. they all take very graciously. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then the next day, he's like, he he's it. noticeably uh better groomed. Uh he's mm-hmm. his voice is calmer. But like none of that is earned. It's just all of a sudden the movie decided that this is when we start seeing that he has his shit together. Yeah. It's like it's like there's two characters and they change halfway through the movie with zero motivation to do so.
1: I don't think that's that. It, I don't think it's that big of a stress stretch for me. You don't think okay? so? Okay, to be honest yeah. with you, no. Because if I, agree I with Rebecca. okay, here's the thing. If I see one of my exes and I'm still like whatever kind of into them or I'm still hung up on them or whatever, and I watch them make an absolute fucking ass of themselves, oh, oh, baby, we're gonna rub this in a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean, baby girl girl's getting some tight jeans on and some nice shoes. Okay. We're going to show you what's up. Yes. I'm Absolutely. I'm in
2: my airplane. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look good doing it. Yes.
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I buy this, that.
2: This gap between us as big as possible. Is
1: basically mm-hmm. what you're yes. A hundred percent. And I know that's not nice. Okay. But I don't, that is completely honest. Okay. And I, there's a lot of unbelievable things in this movie and I, I don't think that's one of them. Yeah. I I think that's a that's a transition that I can absolutely see for sure
0: I can think that I think that there's a couple of things at play here like first of all the night before she got drunk was a terrible person and she has spent all her like last seven years being better than them
1: you know what i mean like and then tries to drive drunk <laughs> oh exactly uh, so I'm better than all oh y'all yeah you can exactly. take the girl
2: out of the small town but you can't take the small hey, town out of the
1: girl hey right. you calm down on that you calm down over there i hey, know when you're talking to me craig <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is this is like such rural america everybody's got a dui situation and that but jake of all people is like no you're not driving home drunk and you're like, yeah, good. And I, even in my notes, it says now this villain is right. And that's what I I was like. I can't wait to say this one on the pod, but uh, (laughs) Uh, I think, I think
2: if the villain was right, even villains. Don't drink and drive. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, but the,
1: that's a great tag. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yes.
0: <laughs> so he doesn't let her drive home drunk. He carries her into her parents' house. He puts her in bed. Like there's some stuff that like, there's an, there's an element of like, that's the moment where he's like, Oh, I don't have to improve all that much to win her back. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's truly like the moment where he was like, Oh, like one, She's not this perfect idea that I made up in my head 2 I'm already there like I'm I'm better. I've already gotten to a point where like I'm I'm like a little I I have my wits about me. I'm better than her here. With like, she's definitely like she's going through some shit, obviously, and I'm part of it, and I care about her, so I'm gonna sign these papers, and I'm gonna just be a better person, and so that like that can manifest itself in like cleaning up, and like you know, he drinks yeah he dr- okay. drinks his beer in one gulp when she like it tells him that he empties the bank account, but meanwhile he's like not drinking anymore, you know what I mean? So like, I I think that that's something that I I clocked as like uh oh okay he's he realizes that she's not the perfect idea and or the best thing to do for someone you care about is to is to, you know, let them be like, you know, like there's. a. All right. Also, I, I, is I've... he hot? I can't tell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Not not to me. Not to me. <laughs> oh, not even getting a half yum on that. I got to tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, hot. not even a halfy.
0: I yeah. don't think he's attractive and I don't see mm-hmm. how he no. was the leading man.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. No. For yeah. some reason, honestly, in my mind, because I hadn't seen this movie since probably two thousand two, mm-hmm. in my mind this character was Matthew McConaughey. And I was like, That oh, would've that would have been better. That would've been better. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. They couldn't get McConaughey, I'm sure. I think
2: <laughs> Why does I Matthew think- McConaughey have a... Te- Why does this Alabama character have a Matthew McConaughey Texas accent?
0: Yeah. Because well, it's uh, the only one I do. You know? All like, right, all right, all
1: right. I like... Dude, that would be a movie I'd buy it. Honestly, I'm probably defending him right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be mean, like, this charming mother... How could you leave? Yeah, how would
2: you? How would you? And put I on think- a shirt, god damn it. No.
1: I think if... <laughs> I think
0: if Jake and Bobby Ray like were casted opposite like if they switched the casting it would be a little bit more powerful. Am I wrong? I think Bobby Ray's a little mm. bit more he's a little cuter and like you can he could act an edge, but Josh Lucas, the the Jake guy, uh if he was the closeted gay dude and his whole deal is like like presenting and posturing, like that would be a little bit more powerful in that reveal I guess. Like I don't know. I feel like uh it would be like I'm putting way more effort into into concealing my homosexuality and it would be a little bit even more devastating. Who knows? You know, like the trauma is visible. Oh, God, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, um, I
2: do want to double back on the point, though, that like you're like, oh, they changed and stuff. But like within a day of her arriving, yeah. everybody is back to the same shit <laughs> they were pulling when she was last there. These are two people who are, who will ultimately bring out the worst in each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like she gets arrested for For like previous crimes. Yeah. A day since returning to Alabama. She, the cops are called for a domestic disturbance the day she shows up at this place. Like but it's clear. She's lied to everybody in the town. She's stolen from the post. She stole uh-huh. fish from the postman. She's blown up cats. The security
0: she- guard cl- at the bank is afraid of her.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, because he, his leg his is hurt. Is so- is did fucked. they ever explain that? Like, but clearly well, had they to do did. With her. He was, he
0: was, the he was the security guard working at the bank when she blew it up. Oh, That's again, that's, that's the excitement that you get when you go into a second viewing of the film because it is way more layered. And I'll tell you what, this movie, in this movie, lightning always strikes the same place twice. We'll be right back. (laughs) Uh, No,
1: everyone's horrible. Even the two guys that start sandwiching her. I'm like, I agree with her. I'm like, that's no. No we're over this
2: guys maybe that was a fun thing when we were all teenagers and that was the running joke Mm -hmm. but for fuck's sakes we're adults we're back in town
1: no Mm. and like i'm sorry and i maybe this is just me but like wearing heels to a bar of that stat why Mm. why yeah we know what you're doing and yep. we don't like it and we don't care for it. Okay. There's like, I'm like bigging myself up the whole time. I, and just just trashy behavior. I have I cannot think of anything trashier than ditching your fiance at your wedding and taking your old husband to the reception. Oh. Like that's the trashiest ending. And it's like supposed to be like this uplifting thing of like all of the people in the town are so excited. And I'm like. Yeah. Oh, no, the coffee conversations the next morning must be insane in that town. Like, nobody's saying how they really feel in this moment. There's no way. I love the idea
2: that there is no drama in this town until Mel comes to town. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's just kind of happy and getting along with their life, and then she comes in, and you're like guess who's back in town? Mel. And you're like, oh, my God. You exactly. Got your you're like, tell me about it. What does she yeah. do? What does she say? She outed him. I mean, we all knew, but like, yeah. what an asshole thing to do. Like,
0: <laughs> Every scene in public, they cut to a group of women gossiping and looking over. They have that in every <laughs> scene in <laughs> yes. public. And it's like, is it just because of her? Or is that a thing that the town does? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that like, They bookend the movie with the same conversation from the kid romance... And that's supposed to be the big deal, right? That's supposed to be—it's a lightning storm. Like, there's a whole storm happening. It's pouring rain. They're on that same beach. Jake is putting lightning rods into the sand because when it strikes, he gets glass out of it. But there are ways to make glass before the
2: storm, please. Exactly that. That bothered me so much. Me too, (laughs) dude. I was losing it. I
1: was losing
2: it. Also, (laughs) the science doesn't check out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) there's a storm this afternoon. I'm gonna go set. set yeah. this up before the storm comes but exactly. don't set up metal stakes on a beach during a lightning storm
1: or just leave yeah. them there this is your business Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why are you taking these out putting them back in taking them out uh, putting them back in leave them there jesus yeah. christ
0: <laughs> it's also like i read the, the the imdb trivia page and uh i didn't quite understand it but somebody was like look uh, uh to the too long didn't read version of this is I'm a scientist. That's not how the glass works. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, of course it doesn't. This is a romantic comedy. Let me have this. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, but I, I do feel obligated since we are in the presence of Craig Faye to be like, science. You science, know what? Science, I, science. I
2: did not uh, clock that. I was like, hey, <gasps> heat, heat heat and uh, sand create glass. That's about they right. Do. They and do. I just <laughs> moved on.
0: <laughs> but it's not—it's not how it works with the uh, yeah. Anyway, the th- metal the rod. Whole, oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So anyway, the the point is uh, that the there are other ways to make glass, buddy. Like you know <laughs> Like I get that maybe this is like a novelty for your shop or whatever. But also like, um, I don't know, man. This seems a little bit more dangerous than it has to be. <laughs> like I don't think I don't think it's fair. Um, at all and also that makes him way more terrifying to me like he the, his character first of all the f- the first scene you see him and I wanted to mention this because like I, I, I just remembered it the moment he sees her in his house because she got the like hide and and is hanging out after like he tells her to leave he his face looks like he is Going to hurt her. Like, it looks villain... Like, he looks... I was terrified of him. And then he's this guy out in a storm with lightning rods being like... Waving them around, being like, (laughs) time to put them in the the ground. And then, you know, instead of being like, what are you doing out here? It's dangerous. Get the fuck out of here. We'll talk later. She... (laughs) Like, he's like, no, um, woe is me. You didn't want me then and now. Why do you want me? And she's like, so I can kiss you anytime I want. And you're like, fuck yeah, romantic comedies. Yeah. I, hate, I hated it.
1: She cheats. She, she She's technically cheating on two of the men at the same time, which seems impossible. Okay, I know that sounds crazy, but two men at the same time, how? Why? Why is this why is this our lead character? And I understand it's supposed to be this whole thing of like she's figuring herself out. Watch mm-hmm. this journey. But we didn't have enough hardship before this. Like they kind of pepper it mm-hmm. through too loosely. Okay? Like okay, so he puked on you at the wedding.
3: Oh. Okay, let's oh. explore that.
1: Let's explore mm-hmm. that a little more. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if there was a little more context of her, like, I, I don't. I think they tried to make it vague because they knew both of these characters were shit, they and knew they're knew like, let's a just, villain. yeah, like. <laughs> well, and and I think
2: that just goes to show that this works better as a straight up drama where you're yes. actually mm-hmm. going to like like the weirdest scene for me was when they're in the graveyard. Uh, and it's revealed she had the miscarriage and all the rest and I go in first of all it takes them a while to get to the fact that this was the dog and I also feel like in another version of the script that wasn't the dog like Mm -hmm. they had a kid the kid died she couldn't handle it but you know what I mean like that's 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 way too heavy for romantic comedy but it also drives the action it drives a reason why she needs to get
1: away
0: also, who's at a dog's gravestone and talks yeah. to the dog? Like, I don't
1: know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, know. Oh, I've uh, never I had guess. a dog. I could. I think that checks out. That might check out. At but the
0: at the grave. The, yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I know. You know what? Fair. I. I, I won't. Uh, I won't be that guy. I. But <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm going through. I. I kind of. I'm going through my notes because I know we've been going for a while here, but I also am like, I took so many goddamn notes. Um. Was <laughs> there was there anything that you liked about the movie, like a joke or something? Because I have one that I want to talk about. Yeah, uh, yeah go uh, I like that um, they they every time the dog's around they try to work in a uh, a joke where they say speak or like I need mm-hmm. to speak to you and the dog barks. Uh, <laughs>
1: At yeah, the there's somebody the in wedding, that writer's room that loved yeah. that.
0: <laughs> Some, at the wedding, they're like, speech, speech, speech. And the dog barks. And I'm like, ah, they brought it back. And I was just like, this is, that's the kind of like cutesy garbage I expect out of a romantic comedy that I'm also like, ah, that's cute. And yeah. that's what I want out of it. Um, um, but yeah, w- is there anything that you guys like, re- liked about it? I <laughs> know. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, like,. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the sense of, I like this movie in the sense of like so bad that you can kind of just make fun of it in your head the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I was just having fun in the sense of like, okay, now they're blowing up anvils. Like it's just yes. like, yes. What? Well, what? I love that like, scene. Like, I yes.
0: thought that was so funny. Yeah. Cause
1: it's like, <laughs> what
0: the fuck? <laughs> like <laughs> In what world is that? Like, even when they justify it, I was like. Just let him be a crazy old man with money. It's just like a let him do yeah. it in his backyard. He's not hurting anybody. Like it's a crazy thing to be doing. Yeah, and I will
2: say this. the uh, oh, just the everyone dressed in uh, Confederate outfits and being like it's part of our history. I was like ah, uh, ah. Yeah. oh, but that and then and, and then you like. choose to get married on a plantation, a plantation. which Ooh. is like I understand that yeah. you can't not get married in anywhere that had to deal with slavery, because that's the entire stuff. I understand that. But when it is a plantation uh, where they are doing historical reenactments of what it was like, that is not not cool. Not cool. It did lead to a moment I
0: enjoyed, though. I did like the moment where she's looking for her father and then more and more like dead quote unquote civil war reenactors rose up and they're like, who are we looking for? Earl, Earl Smooter? Smooter? Earl. Oh, he's about to, he's about to succeed. He's about to like, uh, um, uh, surrender, surrender. And, uh, <laughs> and then she's like, thanks guys. And they're like, "Hmm," and they wave and they all go back to being dead. And I was like, that's a fun, that's a fun yeah. visual gag. I enjoyed that. But, um, if I only enjoy that if you take away all other meaning.
2: <laughs> yeah. The other joke I really felt didn't land was the stupid chair where they're like, it throws you back really fast. I was like, it's a oh, fucking lazy boy. Terrible. How are you how are you <laughs> terrible? How are you like, not figuring this out? The like panic this isn't of, a funny. <laughs> The panic of
0: her future mother-in-law showing up and sitting in it and she's like, daddy, no. You're like, okay. Uh, it's a chair. Yeah.
3: That
1: should have been something that was like, that did feel like lazy writing of like these, look at these people from the city. Crazy. And it's like, well, yeah, I I think they can handle a chair. Like I think.
0: (laughs) I mean, you want to talk about lazy writing, too? My favorite lines in here are ones that you could see coming from a mile away, which is like, you guys are like the worst, blah, 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 blah. You guys are deceitful and awful, and I'm in politics. You're like, okay, Mom. All right. And then there's a, there's one between... Um, Uh, Patrick Dempsey and Reese Witherspoon, and uh, they're talking about being engaged in the car, and she's like, yeah, I don't want you to meet my family just yet. Like, well, we won't tell them yet. And he's like, is it because I'm a Yankee? And she's like, well, that, and because you're a Democrat. And uh, I'm like, okay, great job, writer guy. Okay. (laughs) And then I wrote wrote this as if I was tweeting like a terrible fucking tweet person being like, (laughs) um, this, you know, like (laughs) trash.
2: Uh, But Uh, I think that pretty much uh, does it for us on this. Uh, So anything else you wanted to add, Rebecca? No,
1: I've I've (laughs) yelled enough.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I guess it is time uh, for our definitive rankings of how good uh, the villain is. Uh, What do you got?
1: Rebecca. Okay. So I'm honestly, I'm ranking Reese Witherspoon's character. Cause I hated her mm-hmm. so much. Um, and I'm doing the, uh, the women's nickname scale. So we've got, um, from break in Lillian to homicide, Hannah, I'm going to huh? give her a uh, hateful Kate. And I think that's very <laughs> self-explanatory. <laughs>
2: Fair enough, uh, Mike. You got a you got a ranking for us. What did you think of the villain? I
0: do. It's a little wonky, but it I do. Okay, so uh, Oh, these th-
2: none of these aren't. Wonky. Yeah, <laughs>
0: the, this is a scale of so a scale of the states with the most criminals <laughs> uh, not uh, me bad people villain. Oh Jesus, yeah, Jesus um,
2: Christ.
0: So from because I had a hard time picking people that were the villain in this movie. Everybody sucked. Um, so from. Wisconsin, where the most serial killers are from, to uh, Delaware, where I think maybe there aren't any. I'm not any i am <laughs> uh i'm gonna pick uh California, sure there's still a lot of bad people but um there's uh, there's more people in the population there so it it's uh the density plays a part in it being not as bad uh where where in see it's wonky as hell I like <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you I've been watching a lot of horror movies and reading uh, uh, true crime.
2: <laughs> so, and shout out to all our listeners from Wisconsin. <laughs> we, we love you. Wisconsin <laughs> has
0: a very healthy history, like healthy history. What's wrong with me? Wisconsin has a heavy history of of, of, uh, of uh, killers and uh, okay. violent uh, criminal uh, offenders, yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so it, yeah. It y- anyway, I I looked it up after <laughs> listening to a Kyle Kinane bit where he's like. Uh, he talks about a Jack the Ripper tour he took in the in the UK, and they were like Jack the Ripper killed five people, and he's like, this is a weird time to be welled up with civic pride. <laughs> if if, if, uh, if we had tourist attractions in every state, Wisconsin would just fall into the water, you know, because of how uh, how many people would be visiting it. Based on the Soda Fair killers enough. alone, anyway. Huh.
2: Okay, <laughs> Good. that's an interesting fact. Um, I've got, uh, I've got the. Uh, I'm doing the mayor, uh, uh, Patrick Dempsey's nice. uh, mother as a villain. Uh, so I've got the uh, people who never left your hometown scale. Uh, so on a, <laughs> so on a scale from a high school dropout who blows their paycheck from the, their call center job at the same bar every Friday in a pathetic attempt to relive their not so glorious glory days. Two, uh, the person who went into the trades, now owns a business, a house, and uh, drives a pickup truck they're a little too proud of to their son's soccer practice. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving uh, Mary Kate Hennings, the mayor of New York, Patrick Dempsey's mother, I'm giving her a solid girl with religious parents uh, who got knocked up and is now homeschooling their children because uh, they're not a bad person, but they got a dumbass kid. <laughs>
0: those were loaded as hell (laughs) i don't know which one's gonna draw more ire my scale or yours
2: (laughs) there's a type uh before we get to our uh heroes and villains of the week uh, a couple ways you guys can help the podcast uh so uh like always if you want to reach out um let us know what you think about the show um, or even have uh, some suggestions or anything like that, uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter. We're on Twitter, VWR Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook at Villain Was Right. Uh, and also, if you have uh, suggestions or compliments or anything like that, uh, you can, of course. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not fishing for compliments. Suggestions
1: I, and compliments. Uh, Take them. I mean, we you don't keep your hit. negativity away yeah, from us. We're
2: a real mm-hmm. positive uh, podcast despite uh, serial killers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can, uh, email us of course at villain was right at gmail.com. And if you have a couple bucks to throw our way,
1: you can always hit us up on Patreon. Of course, patreon.com slash the villain was right. Um, we've got a couple of great tiers for you there. If you want to catch uh, we've got bonus episodes where, uh, any suggestions that we get or just things that we really like that we don't think we could do as a normal episode. We do them as a bonus episode. That's our top tier. You also get uh, voting rights for upcoming episodes. And you know what? There's even tiers, like if you just wanna if you just wanna throw a loony at us. It's or I guess it's technically in U.S. dollars, isn't it? <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: I think so. <laughs> so yeah, I guess you can't throw. Dollar I will never minutes. forget. The time that I went into Detroit and asked somebody for change and they were like, what kind of change do you want? And I said, loonies and toonies and they laughed me out of the store. So (laughs) they laughed me out of the store. They were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, that is weird to say as an adult person that we call our money loonies and toonies. Anyway, I think it's <laughs> so you can hit us up on Patreon <laughs> if you want to throw us any U.S. dollars. <laughs> Feel uh-huh. free to do that. And you know what? If you don't want to do that, just thanks for listening. You guys are the best, as always, uh, for checking in with us. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. What do you got for us, Craig? Uh,
2: yeah, so this um – This kind of reminded me of like where I first uh, lived when I moved to to Toronto. So it's like, so Etobicoke, which if you're not familiar with the city of Toronto uh, is still technically the city, but it's basically the suburbs. It's as far out of the city as you can basically get while still being in the city. And because of the way that like the lake wraps around uh, it's like from Etobicoke, you can actually, there's actually beautiful views of, of, downtown toronto the cn tower it's actually quite gorgeous but it's so far away from downtown that it's like a super weird neighborhood where like along the lake there's literally like two million dollar homes literally on the waterfront with these gorgeous views of downtown toronto and uh, i didn't live in any of those houses i lived in a student Hmm. house right across the road, which was the shittiest house imaginable. Like it was black mold everywhere, like falling apart. Really, really fucking terrible. And then like a street north, it's like the sketchiest place you've ever seen. So it's like this weird thing where there's these million dollar, two million dollar homes on the lake and then like empty storefronts, like, you know, a a block away kind of thing. Mm. Um, So when I was living there, I would always be like, okay, I need to get out of my damp moldy basement apartment i'm gonna go go walk to these parks on the the lake shore and i'm going to uh just sit on these rocks near the lake and i'm gonna look out over the city and it's gonna be beautiful so this one day i had this like nice one little spot that i like to go to and this one day i i go there and i'm like oh well there's somebody already sitting on this rock and i go ah you know what like I, I shouldn't care that there's somebody else here already. Or I'm just gonna sit and like be writing in in peace or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, two people can share this rock. So I go and I, I sit down, and you know, we got our backs to each other and everything. We don't say anything, and uh, I'm just kind of looking out and like thinking real deep. And then I'm like, I hear like a lighter go, right? And I'm like, oh, you know, like whatever. I don't really, I don't smoke or anything, but like, you know, that doesn't doesn't bother me. And I just, I keep hearing it. going. I'm like, they must have a really really hard time. Uh, uh, lighten their cigarette or whatever it is and uh and then i'm like what's that what's that smell oh no and i'm like (laughs) and it's like that's not like cigarette smoke it's like that's not like weed smoke either and then i'm like oh oh that's crack (laughs) (laughs) that's what crack Uh, smells like uh Uh,
1: Which and I'm is like, very distinct. Yes, yes. A very distinct smell.
2: <laughs> but like, you know how you don't smoke crack, so you're not sure mm-hmm. what crack smells like until yeah. you smell it? and then mm-hmm. you're like and then I'm like, oh I shouldn't I should probably get up and leave, but I don't want to seem rude. <laughs> or, a, or or like a prude or something. <laughs> Like, like I don't want to get up and have that person be like, "Hey, you got a problem with me smoking crack here?" And I'd be like, "No, no, no, it's fine. Maybe you see your own man." Uh, <laughs> so I just like sat there for a few more minutes and being like,
3: "Crack." So it's
2: like, <laughs> so it's like long enough that it's like, no, no, I'm just leaving because I'm done writing and it's time to leave, not because you're smoking crack. And that's it. That's, uh, so that's my, uh, I guess my villain of the week for ruining a nice little uh, writing spot for me. Just, uh, or or I guess the real villain is me being too polite to leave when somebody is smoking crack. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How about you, Mike? You got to hear our villain.
0: Uh, I do, but man, that is a good one. That is very funny. I swear to God, if that's not a bit, that's going to be a bit. That is so funny. <laughs> oh. Too polite to leave when somebody fires off crack. Yeah, no, you can leave. That's private time for them. I think that's uh, a yeah, wow. They
2: wanted to be left alone. It's I think that is takeaway. that
0: is so funny. Um. <laughs> Mine is a, a mixture of heroes and villains. Um, as as people might know, Canada's doing all right with the pandemic, a lot better than uh, the States, but still be careful out there. Now, um, there was an outdoor show in uh, Montreal uh, and uh, 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 at like a like they closed off the main street and we performed out to like patios. And that was the is that I, there was a seven o'clock and nine o'clock show that I was supposed to do. And, um, what happened was in between shows, uh, somebody fainted, somebody who was watching the show, like fainted on the street, hit their head on the concrete. And, um, immediately a bunch of people rushed to their aid. Now, Uh, she's, she's on the ground. Somebody who happened to be walking by is a doctor. She's like, okay, I'm going to take care of this great timing. This person, like without a single thought, like jumped into action, hand sanitizer immediately. Like, okay, what do I need? Hello? I'm this. Can you hear me? Uh, you get me water, you, this, you, that, but there's still people crowding. So I like had to yell at people like get away. It's still a fucking pandemic. Give them their space, you know, all that stuff. Um, and then, like, other medics showed up. And, like, an agent of chaos, this old man who, like, you know those those skinny old guys with a head that's too big for their body anymore? Um, <laughs> is this old man wearing errant flip-flops, barely seated below his feet, just, like, flopping to either side with each step, FaceTiming somebody, wearing no mask, piece of garbage... Show, like, walks by and then tips his phone over the woman on the si- on the ground, like, FaceTiming, being like, look at what's happening right now. Somebody fainted. What? Isn't that crazy? And walks away, sits down at a bench and continues FaceTiming and updating the people on the phone. And I start yelling at this man. I'm just, like, sc- like yelling, like, you piece of trash. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, just yelling at this man. He doesn't hear me. He comes back. To the woman and flip does it again. He does it twice more. He does it like three times total. And at the, I just I yell at him until he started like leaves. But like the idea is like this man, unless he was FaceTiming a doctor who was like, hey, do you, can you do you think we you can help from a distance? Is there something I should do? It's like first of all, you're FaceTiming a doctor. Uh, they probably telling you wear a mask. You're in a public area. Piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. Um, anyway, that's that's my villain, this crazy Jeez agent of chaos. I got so riled up Christ. I had to bail on the next show because um, you know, it's hard to do a show right after an odd like basically what the audience is gonna be sees you screaming at them to stop crowding somebody, yelling at somebody else that they're a piece of shit, and then you're called up to stage and be like, I am a baby, I'm a nice little boy, I'm a baby boy guy. Yeah. yeah, I no. don't
1: know if it jives with your act. <laughs> no,
0: not at all. And I was just overwhelmed. So I, I told Lucy, I was like, I got to go. I can't do this. And she
1: was well, like, that's fair. fair. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking crazy, yeah, don't dude. do film people in <gasps> It's a
2: fucking oh, thing. I hate
1: it. Crazy I've seen you cover yourself on some bombs, though. Mike. Like, like, honestly, like you've literally, like I've seen you on shows and be like, no, no, I'm going to handle this person. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, wasn't there just, the night the woman kept yelling about podcasts?
1: She, I think so. Yeah. I saw you. I, there were two separate nights at Comedy Bar where I saw you yell at two separate people that certainly deserved after it. After hours,
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, thank God. I'm on after you. This is perfect. I don't need yeah, to yeah. deal with this. You <laughs> dealt with everything. And then I just got to come up and be like the fun aunt. Be like, hey, guys. It wasn't yeah. that crazy. Like, ha ha.
0: It was the, the host hadn't dealt with it three acts in and... And you're like, yeah, I guess I'm jumping on this grenade, you know.
1: Oh um, my god, so yeah. crazy! That's such that's a crazy sorry. story. Well, for me, I tried to. I was like, "What is some small town nonsense I had to deal with?" And <laughs> I figured that would be your story. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I was boy, boy howdy! Um, so I've got one of my one of my favorite ones was the time that well, okay, here's what happened essentially. So I used to work at Zellers because uh, that's the Alrighty. really the only place you could work. Uh, so I used to work at Zellers, and I had this manager that uh, all the Son left. I didn't really know what happened or whatever. And he came in one day and like w- we had a good relationship or whatever. And he was like, Oh, I wanted to come in and like offer you a job, like a potential opportunity. And I was like, Oh, unreal. Like, no one wants to work here. Of course. Please let me leave. And he's like, Okay, um, why don't you come meet me? And he gives me the address and he's like, Meet me at seven o'clock here. And I'm like, Perfect. That's an interview, right? Awesome. Mm. Um, he says, it's like, he's like, it's going to be like administrative is what he says. And I'm like, oh, that's, that sounds amazing. I could actually get like some, you know what I mean? Like what Mm -hmm. people would consider like a, like a, like a desk job could get that on my resume. That'll be sick. Absolutely. So I, I look at the address and it's the public library. And I'm like, that's strange, but okay. Like. You know, not not a lot of bad shit's going to happen at the public library, probably. Yeah, maybe so, they don't have
2: an office yet,
1: and yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean. I'll show up for that, right? <clears throat> so I show up at the time, and there's like quite a few people here, and now I'm really confused because I'm like, how, how many people do you like? What's going on here, right? And we all sit down, and he's like, okay, so we're going to start the presentation, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Because the second he said presentation, I knew exactly what was coming. And I was like, oh, I've been fucked. Okay, I have been hard fucked on this. I am about to sit through half an hour of a pyramid scheme. This is, I swear to God, okay, this is what they wanted me to do. This was the thing. They were like, okay, so what you do is you go door to door. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) And he's like, and you help people financially by, like, offering them a service to consolidate their debt and help with their finances and you give them financial advice. And I was like, I'm 17. I am 17 years old. <laughs> and then they drew a, I swear to God, this is true. They drew a literal pyramid. <laughs> on on the board, I swear to God, they're like, okay, so this is you and then you'll get a couple of people under you. And I was like, oh my God. And they did all of the people. And then they drew a triangle. <laughs> and I was like, how do you not? That's how a do you, joke on the office. How do you not see what's happening here? It was like real life. I swear to God. And this was my favorite thing that they said. Now, obviously like when I left, I was like, it's going to be a no thank you from me. Mm. And he goes, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. And I left because I knew if he had asked me one more question, I was going to tee the fuck off on him for wasting mm. my fucking time. Yeah. And I was like, this is the most polite thing I can do is just say no and leave because of Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, but my favorite thing that they said during this presentation is um, they said, uh, do you know, do you guys know why? McDonald's doesn't sell onion rings. And like, I'm positive they had plants in the room. Like, cause somebody oh goes, God. no, why? Like, what? <laughs> like I'm, I'm almost positive at some point somebody said, but what am I going to do with all my money? Like, it was like, literally, like, it was so crazy. Anyway, and this was their answer. Why McDonald's doesn't sell onion rings? She said, because there's not enough onions in the world to satisfy the amount of onion rings we would need to serve them at McDonald's. And I was like, that is fundamentally not how economics works. <laughs> I'm I'm 17 and I'm sitting there. I'm like, that's not supply and demand, man. <laughs> like, that's not, I'm pretty sure that's day one. Like I don't, I learned this in class. What's happening? And yeah, man, I had, yeah. So that's my story. That's my villain. I had a 40 year old fucking man. Try and get me to go around town and give people financial advice when I was 17. And then drew a literal fucking pyramid on the board. It was so funny. It was honestly, it was... It was good because of how blatant it was. Like, I was like, that's, this was honestly entertaining. It was honestly entertaining.
0: God oh, damn it. <laughs> oh,
2: that's so funny. Yeah, that's another, that's a, that's a very small town too. It's like, I uh, oh, that's got a everyone in a pyramid scheme. That's a uh, yeah. villain. Everybody. God, um, I hate it. But I think that does it uh, for us. Uh, Mike, uh, where can uh, people grab you? You got anything, any big projects coming up or anything? I
0: think you do. I do. do. I'm very excited. Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Carrozza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. And the reason I say that you can find me there is because you're going to want to Find uh, my album, September 4th. It comes out on Blonde Medicine Records. It'll be on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, all that fun stuff. It's called Cherubic. I'm a little Cherubic baby boy. Uh, That's the... (laughs) whole fun of it. Uh, please buy it. Please listen to it. Uh, please don't make me a, a Canadian comic who hasn't reached number one on iTunes. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that's the, the, the isn't that the, 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 the thing that we measure ourselves by? I would love to be uh, number one on iTunes. Um, you can also listen to my podcast, Bummer Boys, X Bummer X Boys X. It's stylized like a bad hardcore band where Alex Kalenko and I talk about songs that made us sad that week and we've had some really cool guests on it um but mainly please buy my album please buy my album please buy my album i hope you enjoy it and if you do tweet that you liked it if you don't please don't talk to me about it i hope yeah, you guys like my
1: <laughs> you can look on uh you can find that on our twitter too we'll make sure to uh retweet that when it comes out so you guys can oh, thanks, catch guys. that on any platform that you want Mike is just good, fun, whimsical comedy. You got to get into it. It's really great. Uh, Highly recommend. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. You should check that out when that comes out. Uh, As always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads. I am on and off. So, you know, sometimes it's on, sometimes it's off. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) so check me out there. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you can check me out
2: at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter and now YouTube. I finally got the uh the specialized hey. uh, URL there. So uh Craig Fay Comedy on YouTube, you can check out my uh my uh video series Craig Fay builds a Clock as well if you missed it. Uh a little uh, extra villain was right content uh if you haven't seen uh Get Your Nerd Dicks. Uh go <laughs> check that out. That's on my page. Uh you can check that out and um And that's been us for The Villain Was Right This Week. Next week, you can catch us. uh, We are doing Old Guard, the Netflix uh, movie. uh, So you can check that out. And until next time, uh, this is us reminding you to never attend a wedding at a plantation. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Riveny for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.